watch a radio represent East Coast, where we have the most toast, and we are ready to rock and roll. Scott Lathrop uh, going to be joining us in a minute. Uh, Devil is a liar. Uh, going to be patching in Brother Allen uh, in a second. Had some issues, believe it or not. Had a dream the devil would try to attack this show, and that's exactly what just happened. Can you believe it? Uh, so hold on one second here. We're going to be getting uh, Brother Allen on, hopefully. Yeah, no brother Allen. Hey, Richard. Hey, what's going on, brah? Things are great, brah. All right, so what's going on here? I had an attack here with the, uh, believe it or not, the cat or something. I detached a cable under there. The show was, like, delayed for a minute. Um, so let's get this going. Watching radio. We are um, broadcasting live streaming. going to be patching in. Uh, brother uh, Scott Lathrop, uh, you need a word from the Lord. I, you want to call the number today. Get in the queue. And uh, who, who here needs a, a word from God? Just give me one name. Anybody? Does anybody need a word from God, yes or no? It's a yes or no question. It's rhetorical in a sense because we all need direction. Right? So let's get this going, people. You should call in and get some direction from God. Why do I have Scott on? Why, why, why? Scott's been on Watcher Radio many times. He gave me accurate words over the years. Okay? So that's how I judge a prophet. Many of you just like a prophet. Oh, he speaks things and he just keeps speaking and nothing ever happens and we just keep following him. No, that's not good. You want someone that's accurate, that actually says things that are actually accurate. Wouldn't that be better? Alan, would that be better? I'm just curious. Definitely, that would be better because we all need godly direction. God can see what happens thousands of years before it happens with accuracy and specificity. How much more do we, can he do it for us? Amen. Right. So, we want someone that's accurate though, right? You don't want somebody that says things that never come to pass, do you? I mean, no, we want, I we guess want you can if you want. Track record. Yeah. We, we want someone who lives clean. And uh, praise God, Scott Lathrop is one of those men of God. Amen. That's right. So um, we're going to be taking calls a little bit later in the broadcast. Um, Let me just text some other folks to let them know that we're on. Because we are live here, people. This ain't a game. This is not a game. Uh, Nextcrusade.com is the website. Uh, Join us there. Join our Podomatic feed if you could. Uh, don't forget um, that we're live here every Saturday. Going to have, have uh, William Lau joining us to do some teachings very soon as well. So, with that being said, let's get Brother Scott on the line. How about that? And Sounds um, great. Let's see which Skype line I'm going to use here. Uh, that one. All right, let's hope that I paid the bill. Uh, see. All right, good to go. This is live radio, people. So keep it in prayer that it works. I even told them it might be a private number. Hello. Hey, fellow Jacksonville neighbor, Brother Scott. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Uh, are you going to be coming over to my pool party uh, very soon? Um, if you have a pool, I will definitely come over. I got a it's pool. Florida, we like all things water. I got a pool, man. I, you know, come on over, and uh, I'm not that cool. far from you. Yeah, but not no, there yet. Well, not, yeah, everything in Jacksonville is far. Yeah, we had some guys. We had some guys come to our meeting last night, and they looked on the map and they said, "Oh man, we were only 26 miles." I was like, "Yeah." He goes. It took us an hour and a half. I said, welcome to Jacksonville. Oh, my Lord. Is it really that far? Yeah, well, they... Huh? Is it, It's far to get around in Jacksonville? It, 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 well, Jacksonville is the largest city in the country by miles. There's no gate... By square miles, Jacksonville is you got large. A, you got any alligators so by it, you? It can take a while. Yeah. Do I have any alligators? I have alligators probably in my backyard. 
Great. Uh, because we have a waterway in our backyard. Oh, great. I'll be coming over but there real soon. So, But you have to understand, first of all, wherever there is water, there is going to be an alligator, except for your swimming pool. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't like water markets anymore. And I'm not even yeah. going to guarantee. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Nobody like, And that's why we carry our Second Amendment. Amen. Because I'm with you 100%. Don't like water <laughs> yeah, no. Water moccasins are a bad they are they have no personality and they will hurt you. Yeah, I know. I I I so, um yeah. I heard they will attack actually. So. Yeah, they will. No, they they are a very aggressive snake. Um so there there is a rule with water moccasins. See one, shoot one. Because if you don't <laughs> if you don't shoot it, it will come after you. Yeah, and, and there's and a mess. There's a message no for that too, right? I mean, it, that's like the devil, right? In a way. But, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because you know God's like that with me. I mean, um, just to sh- share a little quick story, when I was doing my forty day fast, wow, I was like on day, I was like on day twenty eight or something like that. And my wife was in the bathroom taking a shower, you know, doing her morning thing. And I was laying at the end of the bed. And um, all of a sudden, there was this beautiful naked woman at the end of my bed. And I'm like, what? And all of a sudden, I turned my head to look away. And all of a sudden, the Lord said, you lost. And I'm like, wait, no, no. The Bible says I can't look on another woman other than my wife. Yeah. He said, yes. But he said, you knew that wasn't your wife. That was a spirit. And the Lord said, you looked away from it. And because you looked away from it, you gave it permission. He said, when the Lord showed you something in the spirit, he said, you have to deal with it immediately. It was a training lesson. I mean, he showed me some things there and, you know, and all that. So I get it. But I mean, it, it was, it, you know, whenever, whenever dealing with stuff, whenever you see it, you, you need to deal with it like immediately. Amen. And because if you don't like the water moccasin, if you don't deal with it, it will deal with you. So, you know, um, but I just, you know, thank you for having me on today. It's, it's a blessing. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of on a sugar rush because I'm eating leftover birthday cake. Um, you want to confess that Scott just was inhaling cake when I called him. I mean, yeah, but you you have good for good reason. It's the anniversary of your ministry. Um, you got a beautiful location Correct. over there in Jacksonville, by the way. If anyone's in Florida, uh, you have some events. I'm going to pull up your page right now on the screen so everybody could see. Um, but brother, um, brother Scott, some got some events coming up. This is his website, Soul Bait. Uh, dot org, and um, as you can see here, uh, he's got some events coming up, and I'll be I'll be joining Scott over there myself. His is itinerary up on the screen right now, and um, beautiful location, Scott. And one of the reasons I have Scott on, uh, Scott's Scott's giving me accurate words over the years. Like I, I hate to say this, but there are a lot of prophets out there that's just not accurate. And I mean, I I I I, I want them to be accurate, you know, but it's like right. Scott's accurate. So what do you want me to do? I mean, that's why I, I, I trust accurate prophets. Does that make sense? I mean, uh, when someone speaks something and it's accurate and it came to pass in my life, uh, I'm like, wow. Um, okay, so that's important to me. You know, one thing about Scott ministry over the years and always has gone all over the world, by the way, uh, he teaches a very important aspect of ministry um, um, is to hear God's voice. Right, Scott? Yeah, no, I, that's, um, when I was an assistant pastor, um, down in central Florida, I was an assistant pastor in, uh, Claremont, Florida for, uh, 12 years. And, um, the pastor down there had a prophetic gifting and he, he was always very accurate and stuff like that. But he started teaching classes on how to hear God's voice. Wow. And when I started my ministry, I asked him if I could have it. And he said, oh, yeah. He said, take it. And so I started teaching it. 
And where he had two levels, I now have five. And wow. kind of expanded on a little bit. Because I really believe um, for both the saint and sinner, the only way we make it to heaven is if we truly hear God's voice here on the earth. You know, it's the voice of God that calls us to salvation. I tell everybody, if you've accepted the Lord, Amen. then you've at least heard the voice of God once, because it was that voice inside you telling you to go to the altar, wherever it was that you needed to pray. Well, everybody always says, well, Pastor Scott, that was my voice. Yes, it sounded like your voice. But I said, that was the voice of God. And they're like, how can that be? It was my voice. I said, because God created you. And God gave you your voice. God, your voice is like a fingerprint. Nobody else can sound like me. Nobody else can sound like you. There are imitators, but they will never ever, they're, just like the devil is an imitator of God's voice. He, he can't sound like God. He sounds like God, but he doesn't sound exactly like God because he can't have love. He he does he has all the components to sound like God, to trip you up and mislead you, but there's always one thing the devil will have in his voice. He will always have ego, and he will always have um, the ability to um, not love. And so whenever you hear God, you may hear God say, you know, you were justified in this. Well, why was I justified? That was wrong according to Scripture. Oh, don't worry about it. You, there's grace. But yet, that's not God. That's the devil. We have to learn the difference. While we're here on the earth, the difference between God's voice and the devil's voice. Um, and we teach that. And I, I, love, I love it when people get the realization that God is not distant or far away that God is as close as your breath. You know, I like what a friend teaches. He said, he was the one that put breath in your nostrils, and he's the one that's going to take the breath out of your lungs when you leave. He's as close as your breath. The Bible says he's as close as a whisper. And so I like it when God is sharing. And most people, they don't realize that God's talking to them. For guys, you always hear guys, this is great, great example. Uh, guys will say, man, I just have a gut feeling about this. I have a gut, I have, you know, right. and some of us have a bigger gut than others, but, you know, I have a gut feeling. And, and that's fine because that's God. God's going to speak to you in a way that's familiar to you. Just like ladies, ladies, they're always, I have a feeling. I have a, you know, <laughs> I feel like we should not do this, you know, and we need to listen to those because that's God. But what happens is, and, and you know how it's always God, and, I, and it's a great, a great test, is whenever you have and your mind tells you the exact opposite, there's a good chance that that's God, because the Bible says that the mind is at enmity. In other words, in other words, the mind itself is never going to argue or it's never going to agree with God, because the mind is the flesh. You know, it it's the analytical side of our life, which we're not supposed to walk around like airheads or idiots. We're supposed to walk around, you know, representing the body of Christ with some intelligence. But at the same time, Amen. you have to learn to trust your spirit man because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna do. Because where the devil's gonna lie to you, he's gonna lie to you through your eyes, he's gonna lie to you through your ears, and he's gonna lie to you through your own voice. I don't understand what you mean. Your own voice, your own confession. The Bible says, On the power of the tongue comes life and death. There's no place Scripture where God says you can't, other than the Ten Commandments. You can't, you know, love another way, neighbor's wife, or steal your neighbor's pool, or, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't love something that's somebody else's. But God 
always, God will never tell you no about things of the spirit. In other words, he's always wanting you to do more. He's always wanting you to push further. Why? Because the more you learn down here, the less you have to learn in heaven. We always see those guys, they just always seem to just die just in time. They got saved on Tuesday and died on Wednesday. Well, and that's great. They still made heaven. Thank God. But everything they didn't learn down here, they now have to learn up there. Everybody will learn the word. Everybody will learn the gospel. Everybody will learn the Torah. Everybody will learn it because it is all God. And that's what I'm a big fan of. I want to learn it down here so I can have more fun up there. Now, granted, we have an eternity you know, because there is no time in heaven. But the thing of it is, it's being able to hear God's voice and recognize his voice. I will tell you uh, recently, um, I've heard God's voice since I was 10 years old. God visited me with an angel in a dream telling me that my dad was going to get saved. And my dad was a wanted man at the time. He was a very bad dude. And, um, Nobody thought my dad would get saved. And all of a sudden, here's little Scotty Lathrop. He had a a vision of some angel telling him his dad. And 89 days later, my dad got saved. All right. But from that point on, from that experience on, I've always been able to hear things on the inside. Not that I hear them audibly. I have heard God's voice audibly twice in my life. And... But not all the time, you know, I, I just hear his voice on the inside. And then as I grew up, I was like, Lord, I want to, I want to, I want to serve you. But I'm tired of looking weird because people, you know, I was in junior high, high school, the Navy, yeah, the military, you know, and I could always hear God's voice. I always knew when there was going to be trouble. God would say, I remember one night we were in Barcelona, Spain. And God said, get out. I was not walking with the Lord. And all of a sudden I heard the Lord say, get out of that bar. And me and my, I grabbed me and my friend and he said, what are we doing? I said, we're leaving. He said, why? I said, I don't know, but let's leave. And sure enough, something really bad happened in that bar soon after we left. And, and, you know, but it's always been there. And then I sat there and I just thought I was weird. I thought, well, I'm the only one. And then when I met a guy named Lester Summerall, Lester Summerall was the first person to ever tell me that I had, and I never even heard this term before, that I had a prophetic gifting. And I was just like, okay, wow, that's pretty cool. I don't know what that is. And I just sort of left it alone. I'm like, okay, I have a prophetic gifting. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is. I'll just go back to parking cars for old people at the church. You know, that's what I did. I was an usher. And that and that was fine. I was good with that. You know, and then when we moved down to Central Florida, my pastor saw my prophetic gifting, and he started training me. And he said, well, I have it too. And then all of a sudden, we started talking, and he started training. And he said, Scott, everybody has the right to hear God's voice. And I said, and that's when I got to, I was sharing this last night in our meeting. I said, I said, I don't pray anymore. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, I don't pray. I said, prayer is an unfair conversation. I said, prayer is all I'm doing is begging for something and without no faith. I said, what I do now is I have conversations with God. I said, I, I talk to him and I tell him how I feel. I'm honest with him because really, why would you try and be this honest? Why would you try and I, I find it so funny that people try and hide things from God because <laughs> he sees everything. He created you. He know he knows the original blueprint. And so I started training. He trained me on how to hear God's voice within proper biblical uh, guidelines. And then 
I started training people and I started prophesying to people and, you know, I, I, God just used it and people say, Oh, your words are so accurate. And I'm like, people have no idea how much time I spend conversating over my words. Every time it's like last night, everybody that came to our meeting got a prophetic word. I got home last night. I'm laying in bed. I'm dog tired. And I'm like, Lord, please. I don't even remember everything I said tonight, but please bring those words to pass. Bring that promise to pass for all those people. Because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to disillusion anybody. And I don't want anybody hurt because there's a lot of hurt people with ministry. And we, we could do, uh, two months show on, you know, how I've been offended by ministry. That's easy to do. The hard part is fixing ministry. And that's where God's put me. He said, he said, Scott, he said, you're, he said, you're my repairman. He said, I need you to fix it. And when I first got into the prophetic, his words to me, he said, Scott, the prophetic is broken. People don't understand it. And I need you to fix it. And I went, Okay. And so I did. And, um, I've been, I've been doing it for, uh, close to, uh, let's see, 14 and 12, uh, about 26 years. Um, maybe 25, I'd say 25. I've been learning and doing ever since. Um, I started teaching on my own in, uh, 1998. I was the first time I did a class by myself. And I've been going ever since. Next thing I know, when in 2007, I thought, oh, I'm going to start a Hearing God's Voice college. And I thought for sure I was going to, and God said, move to Jacksonville. So I moved to Jacksonville. Well, I was from Jacksonville. My wife was from Jacksonville. And I was stationed here. So, you know, coming here wasn't, uh, it was a big stretch of faith, but it wasn't a huge stretch of faith. You know, unlike people that live in New York and are moving to Jacksonville and this is going to be their new home. You know, that's, that's a big step of faith, even though they're going to love the winters. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, they will not miss that after the first winter. I'll just tell you, but I just sat there. And so when we moved back, all of a sudden, God said, I'll never forget 2009. We moved here in 2007. I was doing classes hand over fist for churches. I was doing 40, 50 people every six weeks. I was doing all, I was pumping it out. And then all of a sudden this guy said, Hey, let's go to Russia. And I sat there and I said, uh, okay. I didn't want to show him that I was chicken. So I went to Russia. We had a revival meeting that changed my life forever. Changed my life forever. Everybody there still talks about it, but yet I was, for me, it changed me and the way I did ministry. And then a year later, all of a sudden, this one man says, hey, I want you to go to Ukraine. Next thing I know, I'm within a matter of a year, I'm doing eight countries a year. I'm all over the place. I'm gone. I miss most of my boys' teenage years. I was gone so much. I mean, I kind of feel bad about it now because I I, I was busting out them Delta miles, man. I have... I was platinum member and, you know, not because I was buying platinum, but because I had the miles. I mean, in one year, I put almost two and a half million miles on me in one year. I mean, wow. I was busting it. And, and all I was doing, though, Richard, was teaching people how to hear God's voice. Because the one thing the devil wants to do is he wants to leave you isolated without hope and God never wants you to feel alone. God wants to be in first Kings um, or no second Kings um, 12. He wants to be that still small voice. No, it was first Kings. I was wrong. First Kings 12. He wants to be that still small voice, just like he was for Elijah. He wants to speak to you. But the problem is we have a very loud world and we have a lot of people that they just don't know how to shut up and they can't hear God 
because they hear everybody else. And what we have to do is be still. Oh, wait, there's a scripture in there. Be still and listen to God. The Bible says, and know that he is God. Well, to know God is to hear God. To hear God is to believe God. To believe God is to act like a son of God. It's a method and a and and, and it's a path. And I just I want to you know there's just such a passion because I'm so tired of false narratives. I'm tired of just and that's part of the reason I really am disturbed with the way the system is now. Everybody's listening to the wrong stuff. You know, the whole COVID thing, I went, I went eight nuts because I could hear the spirit of the lie. I could hear the devil. I heard the pastors. I heard everybody bite into it. And I, I just, I was like, God, no. And God said, pray. And I, and I was praying and I was like, Lord, help my friends. And I have a lot of pastor friends and I only know of a couple pastors that didn't close their churches during COVID. And, you know, and I told them, I said, God will bless you because of your faith. Because I said, those that ran are going to stay hidden now. And all the churches that closed, they're opening back up. But everybody in this post thing, it's still not right. Everybody's like, oh, we can do this, we can do this. But it still don't feel right. Well, why? Because the spirit of fear has not left. We've gotten rid of the symptom. COVID was just a symptom. But the spirit, well, how do we get overcome the spirit of fear? We overcome the spirit of fear with the power of God's voice. But in order to come overcome with the power of God's voice, you first have to know God's voice. And he wants to speak to you as an individual, not as a church. He wants to speak to you as a son or daughter. He wants his hand to touch you individually. Why? Because he made you as an individual, not as a person or not as a group. You know, oh, well, God only loves white people. That's garbage. God only loves black people. That's garbage. God only loves Asian people. No, that's garbage. No, God didn't make a group. God made a person. And he loves that person. And regardless of what they look like on the outside, it's all the same on the inside, including our souls. What do you mean? Our souls belong to God. We have the choice to go back to him or to reject him, but they're all the same. It's real simple. Yes, we all look different, and I get that, and and there there is something to that, but you have to understand our soul belongs to God. And the only way God speaks to us is through our soul. Because when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that's the only part that gets purified. Everything else, what do you mean? Well, no, the Bible says that I'm, 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 I'm free from all my past sins. Yes. Well, where do you think your sins are? Where do you think your dreams come from? Where do you think your spiritual life comes from? It comes from your soul. And that's the first area that's purified in the believer. But the problem is the believer, because of what they went through to get to that point, they may not be ready for all the purification that they need. And it takes some time. So anyway, well, I didn't mean to get all preachy there, sir, but um, I did promise you that I would prophesy to people. So whenever you're ready to do that, yes. um, I will be happy to minister to people. Praise God. Th- thank you, uh, Brother Scott. Uh, I'm going to uh, pass some folks that are on uh, for Brother Scott for some prayer or, or a word from the Lord. We're going to uh, go to some call-ins. And... Um, See, um, seven one six. You're on with Brother Scott. Hi, how are you? Hi. Hi. Praise God. What's your name? Hello. 
Marie. Marie? Well, Father God, I thank you for Marie. And Lord, I thank you for touching her. And I thank you for your hand on her. And Marie, I just hear the Lord saying, he said, daughter, he said, you need to stop beating yourself up. I don't know what's going on, but the Lord said, I got it. And the Lord says, I will fix it. And the Lord says, I will, re- I will restore what was lost. And I just hear the Lord saying, Marie, um, the Lord said, let me touch it. The Lord says, everything inside you is like, I got to fix this. I got to fix this. And the Lord said, you can't. Let me fix it. And the Lord says, I will restore and touch the family in ways that you can't even imagine. And I also heard the Lord say, I don't know what you do for a living. You may not do anything. I don't know. But I heard the Lord say that he's going to touch you and he's going to touch your job. And I just heard the Lord say, I'm going to bring in some new financials. I I just see a new river of uh, provision coming your way. And I just hear God saying, don't reject the new, even though it's something you've never seen before. Because the Lord says that is a new avenue for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can I ask one? Thank you so much. Can I ask one other, um, one other request? Go ahead. What's your question? Um, if the Lord reveals anything for location. Um, I don't hear anything. I'm just going to be honest, so I I'm not going to answer that. Um. My my rule is if I don't hear something, I stay right where I'm at until I hear something. Um, okay. But I honestly, I don't hear anything, and I apologize. Well, I don't apologize because I just don't hear. Um, but, right. Uh, so I, I don't know what that is. I am sorry. Um, I don't hear anything. I I would say that if I don't hear anything, then maybe you're to stay where you are for the moment until you hear something. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. No, that's okay. Thank you. Praise God. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Okay. So hold on. Evil is a liar. Okay, stand by, Scott. Sorry about that. Yep, no uh, problem. Okay, so we got. Uh, hey, who's that? Pray for my vision, for God's sakes. <laughs> uh, br- brother, brother Thomas. Yes, Richard. How are you doing? Oh, okay, so you had the hand up. Uh, you're on with brother Scott. Brother Scott, how are you doing this day? Hi, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing very well. I thank you. Good. Well, Father God, I thank you for um, Mr. Thomas, and Lord, I thank you for touching him, and I thank you for blessing him. And, sir, I don't know what this is, but um, the first thing, when Richard said your name, I just heard a new page of ministry is coming to you. The Lord said, You've been very faithful in the pages that you've used in the past. But the Lord said there's a a new page, excuse me, a new page of ministry coming. I just hear the Lord saying, I want to bring a new element of ministry to you. And the Lord says, I'm going to bless you. And, sir, I also heard the Lord say that as, as I bring a new element of ministry, the Lord says, I'm bringing a new element of life to you. And what I feel like is that the enemy has tried to hurt you. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to restore you. And I just hear the Lord saying strength to your body. I don't know what that is exactly, but I just keep hearing the Lord saying strength to your body. And 
I just hear God saying, get ready, because he's going to bless you powerfully. In Jesus' name. Amen. If I can take and uh, give you some stuff that um, you don't know about me, and I'll make this rather quick, Richard, uh, is that uh, Lou Young, which I believe you may know, uh, prophesied over me that I would become a great deliverance minister, and that um, also uh, years before that I fell uh, minorly broke two vertebrae in my back and uh, tore uh, a disc. And uh, anyways, uh, so what you said feeds into what I know and I've been told. So wow. thank Praise you, God. good sir. Praise God. God. Jesus. God bless. Thank you, Brother Tom. Amen. Thank you. All right. Good word of the Lord. Praise God. We're going to keep going here. Um, got another hand up here. And um, uh, Brother Pete? Brother Brother Pete? Okay. He's MIA. Hello? Yes. Brother Pete, oh, yeah. you're, on, you're on live with Scott. Yeah. No, it's John. Hello, sir. Oh, well, it shows God, you how bad my vision is. I think uh, it's all right. all right. Hi, Pastor Scott. Hi, uh, Richard. God bless you both. And thank hey, you sir. for the word today. God bless you. God bless you. Well, Father God, I thank you for peace. And Lord, I thank you no, John. for touching him. <laughs> John, John, sorry. My name oh, is John. Okay, that's sorry. my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. God told me it wasn't Pete, and I didn't listen. Oh, God. I guess I should listen. No, that's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, John, I just hear the Lord saying that he's going to touch you. And, and John, I just hear the Lord saying, my hand is on you. And I also heard the Lord say, there's some transition coming mm-hmm. for your, um, your job. And I just hear the Lord saying that he's going to touch you. And I Amen. just hear the Lord saying, and I don't think you're losing your job. I just think there's some transition. And I hear the Lord saying, take it. Because the Lord says, I'm taking you to new levels, new heights. Not just for prosperity. But the Lord says, um, you're, you, you don't quite understand where you are. But I heard the Lord say, I've got you in a place for gathering knowledge for another day. The Lord said, there, there are two seasons in a life, and the Lord said, right now, yours is reaping. In other words, I'm having stuff put inside you. And the Lord says, you're a storage bin. And the Lord says, I'm giving you knowledge for to use, not today, but for another day. And I hear the Lord saying, that's happening on your job. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to do that for you. Because I'm going to open up a new day for you, and I'm going to open up a new, I'm going to use this another day, what you're learning today. And I just hear the Lord saying, learn and be diligent. And I also heard the Lord say that I'm helping with a relationship. I don't know if you're married or not, but I just hear the Lord saying, I'm touching. You are married? Well, I'm separated. Did you say you are married? Oh, you're yes, separated. Married, but okay. separate. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Well, I just heard the Lord say, I'm going to help you. And I just hear the Lord saying, uh, I don't know if your divorce is final or what the deal is, but I just hear the Lord saying, I'm, I'm going to bring some healing to your heart and some peace to your heart. And the Lord said, I'm going to offer. I, I, I just keep hearing the Lord saying it's not done yet. It looks like it's done. It looks like it's been buried and even has a headstone. But the Lord said, it's not done because I'm a resurrecting God. And I don't know what this is, but I just keep hearing the Lord saying, he's touching your relationship. And where there is death, the Lord says, I'm breathing life into it. And the Lord said, be patient and let me do my work. And then the Lord says, I'll let you have the fruit from my work. Let me work the garden. You just watch. 
the Lord said, in this season, it's your job to learn things. And the Lord said, as you learn, the Lord said, in that knowledge will bring restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor uh, Scott. I appreciate it. It kind of like you're so welcome, sir. Exactly. What's that? It kind of works in exactly. No, I'm saying it kind of works in exactly um, what another person said, like two, three. So you're like second or third person that confirmed what you just said about my um, my relationship with uh, with my wife. So and I, God bless you, and I thank you for your time. Go Jesus, that's confirmation, my friend. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> All right, God bless you, Richard. Amen. God bless you. Pastor. God bless you. Okay. Um, uh, that was Brother uh, JV. I had the wrong name. We'll figure that one out. I have the monitor too far away from me, and I, I had a, I just got closer. Um, let me get uh, uh, Brother Pete. Uh, you're on with Scott. Oh, thank you, Richard. Oh, Brother Scott, thank you for being on the program. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, Lord, I thank you for Brother Pete. And Lord, I just thank you for touching him. And Lord, I thank you for breaking through for him. And and Pete, I just hear the Lord saying that his healing is yes and amen. And I hear the Lord saying that he's doing something in three parts. I, I just heard the Lord say, I'm doing a I, I, I saw your hips and your lower back and your legs. And I saw God doing a healing there. I don't know wow. what that is, but I just hear the Lord saying, re- restructuring, restrengthening, and the Lord says renewal. Um, the Lord says, I'm doing that. And the Lord says, I'm, I'm, I'm going to complete what I've started. And the Lord says, that's the first thing. And then I also heard the Lord say that I'm going to heal your sleep. The Lord says in Psalm chapter 3, I have given my beloved peace, sweet sleep. The Lord says, you're not resting. You need to rest. And I hear the Lord saying, as you do that, the Lord says, I will break through for you. And I will hear God. I hear the Lord saying, get ready because his hand is on you. And then the last thing. I just hear the Lord saying that he's healing your heart. The Lord says, son, you're a good man. And the Lord says, you help a lot of people. I don't know if you're in ministry or what the deal is. You help a lot of people. But in that, you yourself have personally been hurt. And the enemy tries to use those hurts as scabs to pick at your heart. And the Lord says, I'm I'm knocking all the barnacles off of your heart. The Lord says, I'm leaving your heart in a place of renewed strength, but the Lord says, I'm also leaving it in a place where the enemy cannot pick at it. The Lord says, it, as you get older, the younger you'll feel. The Lord said, that's how my anointing is going to wow. roll with you. The Lord said, the older you get, the younger you're going to feel. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen, amen. He likes parties, so I believe that. Pin the tail on the donkey, whatever. <laughs> hey, brother Pete, go Thank go you, to your God. little pool party. Yeah. God bless. My back's feeling better. Thank That's you. right. His, he, that was accurate you, with his back. That's right. That was accurate. Go Jesus. All right, brother. Thank you, brother Pete. God bless you, sir. All right, Thanks, so, All right, we're gonna mute brother Pete. All right, so we're going to move on over to um, 301 area code. Uh, you're on with Brother Scott. 301 area code. Okay. 301 area code. You're on with Scott. Uh, Tammy, I think it says. Okay, we've got nobody there. All right. I don't think maybe we lost the line. All right. So we had a problem with the line there, Brother Scott. So we got some good words out and uh, we'll get you back on. Get that thing fixed. We don't know what happened. But um, no problem. Praise God. We thank you, uh, Brother Scott, for joining us today. 
That was awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry we couldn't do more, but uh, oh, thank well, next you time. for having me. And yeah, next time, and you know, we'll we'll definitely do it, sir. Well, you All guys right. have a blessed day. Hey, Richard, yes, I sir. just hear the Lord saying for you that God is going to make the transition, the transition smooth for you. I just hear the Lord saying the enemy's trying to tell you that it's going to be a bumpy road. Right. And the Lord said, I've already laid new asphalt. The Lord said, I'm, I'm already opening up avenues for you that you can't even see. And the Lord said, your transition for you and your wife is going to be smooth. It's going to be different, but it will be smooth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, Brother Allen, you have something for um, Scott before he goes? Um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you, Scott, uh, what is a typical day like for you, That, uh, seeing as how you get accurate words from the Lord? What's, a, what's your uh, personal devotional life like these days? For me, my personal devotion, it, it's funny you would ask that. Um, my devotion is I wake up in the morning um, because, I, I again, we deal globally. And so what I do is the first thing um, before anybody else is even up out of bed, I get up, I look at my phone, and I look at Facebook. I know they're the new Satan, but I look at Facebook, and I look at the, my friends, and, and I minister to anybody that needs ministering that's overseas, first of all. And then what I do after that is by my bed, I have a, a chair, a very comfortable chair. And I just sit in that chair and I start praying and I just start talking to the Lord about the day. And he starts telling me what he wants done for the day. And I, I you know, he's the boss. I mean, you know, so I kind of like right now I'm in the process of working on a book Um and yet, every time I keep telling everybody I'm working on a book, God has me go off and do something else. But I do what he tells me to do for the day. But I just sit and talk, you know. And sometimes, some mornings, I just say, hey, God, what you doing? And he said, oh, just sitting here thinking about you. And I mean, because the thing of it is, is it's all about relationship. It is so not about religion. And the the intimacy that God wants to have with us is on a level that most people are afraid of because I mean, my wife knows me better than any single person on the earth. And I've tried to be transparent as I can with my wife, or at least I believe I have, but yet at the same time, God knows me even better. And he'll talk about, we'll talk about things that he, my wife doesn't even know. Not that it, it's not that I would keep it from her. It's just stuff that he, he wants to talk to me about from years past and years ahead. He's like, this is going to happen. I need you to be ready for this. Get ready for this. Do this now. Prepare, you know. And because, I mean, it, and so I just talk and listen. And then, of course, um, right after that, usually before I get out of my bedroom, I do about you know, between 20 and 30 minutes of Bible reading a day. Mm. Um, I believe that you can't, you can't, you can't know God without knowing the word. And, wow. and I think that is important for me. Not that I can memorize everything because I don't, I mean, people like you say you read the Bible all the time. Yeah. Well, I suck at memorization. Okay. That's why I keep reading the word. I've been reading the Word for 30 years, and I still don't have it memorized. But when I need it, it comes out of me. I know it's in there. I just don't have the analytical prowess to just sit there and pull up, you know, First Kings uh, 2021. You know, I don't know what that is. If there isn't even a First Kings 2021, I don't know. But I, I study the Word, and I and then we go into yeah. the office. Um, and I answer phone calls. Ninety, ninety-five percent of my phone calls are all people wanting wow. prayer from all over the world. So uh, I do that, and then after that, I start preparing for whatever uh, meetings I have coming up. Uh, Brother Scott, I think the audio might be up again. You want me to try uh, another one? 
You can try one more, okay. but right. then I got to go because I have a Ukraine phone call coming in. So, uh, um, but okay. I can do one more. Let's see if it is working. Uh, uh, three hey, did you use a, for Peter, did you use the app or uh, did he dial can, can, in? Uh, 301, you're on with Brother Scott, 301 area code. Okay. Maybe it's not. Maybe it, They said it was working in the room? They said they could hear you again in the room. Oh, man. Uh, Brother Jordan, are you on? Yes, finally. Oh, oh. oh sorry. Yeah. Uh, Alan did something. I don't know what it is, but uh, you're on with Brother Scott. <laughs> yeah. Always blame hey, me God. in the ear. Hi, Jordan. How you doing, my friend? Uh, not good. But like I think just flash fire control and have a flash thing and I'm no playing with two coworkers of mine, they're not doing very well and I gotta find me a roommate and me and Rick been having issues with the IRS and I'm trying to debate what kind of small business I kinda of wanna run and I'm kinda of just figuring out what location okay. we would be in. So I'm trying to figure out all this stuff right now. So uh, all your prayers just lay it on me, so all right. Well, Father God, I thank you for Jordan, and Lord, I thank you for touching him, and I thank you for your hand on him, and Lord, I thank you that you're going to bless him. And Jordan, I just hear the Lord saying that the Lord is going to turn your mourning into joy. Uh, the Lord says your sadness is going to be replaced with happiness, and I just hear the Lord saying, I'm going to help you. I just hear the Lord saying, slow down, slow your roll, because the Lord says, I will help you with everything that you're going through. But the Lord said, the enemy's trying to trip you up and he's trying to destroy you. And the Lord says, I need you to hear that still small voice that's inside of you, because the Lord said, the enemy's trying to help you or cause you to make bad choices. And I just hear the Lord saying, stop, slow down, and listen, because the Lord said the enemy's trying to push. I just feel like, Jordan, you're being pushed. You don't want to be, but you are. And I I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to help you. And I just hear the Lord saying, get ready, because he's going to bless you. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to help with the IRS. I'm going to help find you a roommate. The Lord says, I'm going to help you with your job. And the Lord says, I am going to heal your body. But I hear the Lord saying, with all that, I'm going to help you. Each one of those things is a process. And the Lord says, I'm taking you through a process to make you a better man of God. And the Lord said, as I do that, the Lord says, I'm going to bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good word, Thank Brother you. Jordan. Thank you, Brother Jordan. What? You're welcome, Rick. Thanks. God bless, God bless you. you. All right, uh, Scott, we got a we got a, few, we got a bunch of more people in there. I kind of feel bad, but um, you want to do one more? I can do one more, and then I got to go, unfortunately. Okay, let's uh, – let me see. We um, got an equipment failure, I guess. Um Nine zero three Texas. You're on with Scott. Hello. Hi. Um, hello. What's your name? Hello, Megan. Megan. Well, Father God, I thank you yeah. for Megan, and Lord, I thank you for touching her, and I thank you for breaking through for you or for her, and Lord, I thank you for blessing her. And Megan, I hear the Lord saying he's not mad at you. The Lord says you are blessed and highly favored. And I don't know what's going on, but I feel intensity. And I hear the Lord saying, I want to bring peace. I feel like you're in in a a vice and it's just squeezing. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to break the vice. And the Lord says, I'm going to take the pressure off. The Lord says, I want to bring peace to you. And I hear the Lord saying, I will do that for you. 
And I also heard the Lord say that the enemy keeps trying to remind you of something you did. And the Lord is saying, don't listen. Don't look in the review mirror. The Lord said, look straight ahead. The Lord said, the enemy is trying to make you like Lot's wife. He wants to make you a pillar of salt. But the Lord is saying, don't look backwards. Keep your eyes forward. And the Lord said, what is in the past is dead and buried. The Lord said, I have a future for you. And the Lord says, I want to break through for you on your future. But I hear the Lord saying, get ready because he's going to touch you. And I also, I don't know if you have children or not, but I see children and I don't know what age or whatever, but I just feel like there's children. And I heard the Lord say, I got them too. I don't know if you have children, but I just feel like that God's got, he's got your situation and he's going to break through for you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. It's a good word of the Lord there, sister. Okay. Uh, I guess, yeah, praise God. We do have a bunch of more people in there, but it looks like brother Scott's got a role. We had that equipment problem problem. Um, uh, uh, Brother Scott, um, happy I get- to come back on if you want to. Skip. We can schedule another time, and I can definitely come back on. Okay, tomorrow. But unfortunately, <laughs> I no, uh, I can't do tomorrow. No, but um, I can do another time. We can get in touch with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, um, I would. I do have to run. But yes. I thank you so much for having me on God, your show. Thank you, Brother Scott. Thank you. Um, next All time right, we'll, we'll have so that. On. Yeah, thank you, Brother Scott. Uh, God bless you, sir. All right. God bless you. All right, God bless you. Okay, right, God, God, thank you. All right, that was my fault. I had a problem there with the uh, the, the line. Uh, when Petros was on, the pizza party guy, I accidentally, I think, hit that mute button on the bottom. Because there's a bug with that FCC software. I didn't even see him in there. You know, Alan, that problem where people are in there and they don't show up? Yeah, so, it's called the player list problem in uh, the video game world where everyone, yeah. 10 people in the room, but only nine people show up. Error. Yeah, yeah, there's something. Um, so I'm sorry about that, guys. We're going um, to be getting him on like probably next week. I'll call him just because I had that problem. There's a bunch of people in there that, that were waiting, and now I feel really bad about that. But what we're going to do is I'll get Scott back on. I'm going to shoot for next week. How about that? And um, sounds great. He'll, he'll do it. I'll get him back on, and uh, next time I'm going to do the update on that software. We should be okay. So um, yeah, so we're going to get ready to sign off, uh, brother Scott. Uh, had, had some good words, and uh, let me tell you something, my brother Scott. Whatever he told you, write it down because it's accurate. I mean, he gave me words, and I couldn't believe it. It was accurate. Like a month later, things started happen. So he's a real prophet of God. And um, it's important to, and, and God wants to encourage us. And I, I feel quite bad that we couldn't get everybody on, but uh, I'm gonna get that, get him back on next week, okay? And um, all right, so praise God, and we'll watch your radio saying farewell. How about that, right, brother Allen? How about that? Amen. Right. <laughs> farewell. God Thanks bless y'all. All right, Have guys. Fun, y'all.